Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the All Things New podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. I appreciate y'all for coming back. Um, I had a little quick one-week hiatus. I had a busy week. There was a lot going on. But we're back in business. I feel like I always say that when I have a little week break, but I'm glad to be back. I always miss um, publishing episodes, um, but sometimes life gets really crazy. Um, I'm in grad school, so um, it's been busy doing homework is also another fun thing I do, so I'm glad to be back for another episode. So today's episode is titled, Do This If You Are Single and Sad. I was kind of reflecting over, um, like over my birthday a couple weeks ago, and reflecting on where I am, and um, I actually tweeted something about being single, and it actually went viral, which was kind of cool. Um, but I was talking about how, like, my, my idea and my plan, my quote unquote plan, um, was to be married by 22 and start having kids by 25. And here I am at 25 and I'm still single, but I was reflecting and I wasn't like a sad thing. I was reflecting on God's goodness and about how faithful he's been to me now. He's protected me through a lot of things. Um, and that I'd rather have his faithfulness and his timing than my own and get myself into trouble or get myself into a situation I don't want to be in, um, which is, which remains true. Um, however, I think that we can definitely feel times when we are really like, if you're single and you want to be married, there are moments that are sad and moments that you feel really discouraged and um, especially if you have like friends getting married and having babies and you're like man that's something I really want and desire and I still don't have it and just wondering like am I doing something wrong is there something wrong with me or has God forgotten about me and one of the points of my tweet was that God has not forgotten about me and he doesn't forget about us Um, in his word it says something along the lines of um, would a woman forget her infant like feeding at her breast and then it says they might forget but the lord will never forget you that's how much he loves you like he would like a mother would never forget her her child that's feeding at her breast that's breastfeeding from her that's a very close intimate connection and god is i love how god is making that parallel there he's like i love you so much that even if a mother forgot her infant i would never forget you like the infant that's literally on her right so he never forgets us. He loves you. And um, if you are trusting him, like he has not forgotten about you. If you're walking with him, he he thinks of you all the time. He loves you so much. And he thinks of you daily. Um, anyways, that was one heck of an intro. But um, I wanted to talk a little bit about those sad times we have as single people. Like if you are going through a season where you really want to be married and you're getting older and you're feeling like, oh, it's been another year and I'm still single or it's been another year and... I've had dating experiences and that I have, haven't led to anything. Um, I just wanted to provide some encouragement because um, I can use this sometimes. But also, I know that a lot of Christian singles could also use something like this as well just because it's hard. And we often don't get encouragement. It's not that it doesn't happen, but I feel like a lot of the time there's encouragement given for others i mean it's not once again like it's we are hopefully in the church if you're not being encouraged you should probably leave um 
But sometimes there's a lot more attention given to families and married couples and people who have just had babies. And sometimes we might feel like we're like um, unseen at times, um, which is not true. But um, I just want to give some some word of uh, no, a word of encouragement for anyone who's going through a season where you're single and you don't know why or you're single and you've been trying your best. You've been trying to put yourself out there and it just hasn't happened yet. Because that's, I felt that, I know what that feels like. Um, I just wanted to offer some encouragement because everything's going to be okay. Um, if you're trusting in the Lord, if you're walking with him, you're doing the right thing. Um, so yeah, but I wanted to talk about two things. The first is that if you're single and sad, you should turn to Jesus. If you have Jesus, you lack nothing. In Psalms 23, it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. I lack nothing. He is my shepherd. I am taken care of. He's got everything I need. And you have to remember this, that Jesus is the ultimate form of fulfillment. And there are other things, of course, that could give us fulfillment in our lives, like family, for example, and community. But only Jesus can fill a particular place in our hearts um, and nothing else could. We could be deceived and think that some things do fill our hearts, but they truly do not. They are giving us a false sense of fulfillment. But the only true fulfillment that we will ever have or ever experience is found in Jesus. And so we have to turn to him if we are feeling empty or broken because he's the only one that can fulfill what we need and he's the only one that can sustain us and the only one that can supply our needs and we also have so many deep needs we don't know what they are but God does and he knows exactly how to fill that so if we turn to him we will lack absolutely nothing truly you can't find like true and lasting fulfillment in anything that is apart from God so anything that you've divorced from God, anything that you've kept away from God, and that kind of brings an interesting point about sin. It's that sin makes us feel good for a moment. It may be fun. It may make us feel good. But it's apart from God. It will never fill you. There will always be something empty. There will always be a void. It will always chip at your soul. But if you have Jesus, he will just fill you and fill you and fill you to the point where you're overflowing and you can share that and you can be filled and filled and filled again. He's the only one that can provide that perfect fulfillment for you. And if you think that you can find that in the world, in a place where God has been extracted, you've been deceived because God is the only one that can fill your heart, the only one that can give you a true purpose, a true meaning. And I'm not saying that other things can't, but those things should be submitted to God as well. For example, like family and marriage, those things should be, like the purpose of them should be to honor the Lord and you should be including God in all of those things. And so if you are doing anything for example if you have a hobby or a job you like to do or something um bring god into it invite him into every aspect of your life because you'll experience so much more fulfillment if you are including god if you're welcoming him if you're saying god i welcome you here or if you're saying god give me wisdom about this like don't exclude god from your life 
include him in everything and he will bring fulfillment he will bring life into these things if they're things that honor and please him don't exclude god from your life like you will be much better off including him in everything than you will be if you exclude him from almost everything in your life and i think we can easily do that thinking that oh this is you know it's all good i don't have to you know ask god for this or whatever like i got it and you know some things yeah some things of yeah, sure, you can do certain things in your own. For example, studying in school, like God's not going to just make you know everything. You have to put the work in. But we should bring him into everything. Just because you have to do the work for something doesn't mean that God has to be divorced from it. So keep that in mind that if you are looking for fulfillment outside of God, you're not going to find it. And you're going to be spending your life searching, searching, searching for something you will never find outside of Jesus. And so if you've been searching Turn to Jesus, because he has exactly what you need. If you put him first in everything you do, you will have joy abundantly, joy that never, ever ends. His word says that in his presence is fullness of joy, and at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. I mean, what else can I say about that, right? In him, we find everything you need. And so turn to him in these moments of sadness, even if it doesn't have to relate with singleness, like whatever it is. If you're sad, if you're grieving, anything, turn to him. He is your comforter. He knows exactly what you need. He knows how to comfort and heal you. He's the only one that really knows exactly like what is in your heart. What do you need to be healed he knows it and he has it so turn to him in these times of um, discouragement and frustration and sadness and grief if you turn to jesus he will fill you and he will give you exactly what you need and he will show you his love in so many ways and something really really special that i've found in my life is that in these moments of darkness and fear whatever things i'm feeling when I turned to Jesus, he showed me aspects of his heart that I didn't know because I'd gone through something and I hadn't seen that part of him yet. And I think that's such a beautiful thing about experiences in life. Like things may not always be ideal. We may um, go through hardships, but if you go through hardships, you will learn that God is your comforter. And of course, we hear these things in the Bible and we should know them to be true. But something interesting about going through things, the Lord can use that to show us more of who he is. And I think that is so beautiful. So if you are going through anything where you are sorrowful or in grief or in pain, turn to Jesus and he will show you aspects of his heart you've never learned about. And he will show you who he is and he will give you more of himself. He will show you more of who he is. And it's just such a beautiful thing. So that's even another really like, good reason to turn to jesus because you will learn more about him just as you experience different things throughout your life another important thing to do if you're single and sad is to rely on jesus when you're weak not to try to strengthen yourself because we can try to muster up as much strength as we can but it can never compare to the strength of jesus he's got all of the strength and all of the power um, he's our strong tower, our fortress, like no one could compare to his strength. So if you are weak, turn to him because he will give you more strength than you could ever think or ever imagine. Isaiah 40 um, verses 29 through 31 say, 
He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and the young men will fail in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord, other versions say those who wait on the Lord, will find new strength or will renew their strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Psalm 34, 17 through 18 says, The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Psalm 28, 7 says, The Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. And Psalms 37, 4 through 5 says, Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him, and he will help you. Kind of like I was saying earlier, we should, like, include God in everything we have, like, in everything you're doing. Don't exclude God from it. Like, invite him into every aspect of your life, and he will help you. He will give you strength. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will fulfill you. He will give you your heart's desires, which if we are to the point where we are submitting everything to God, you know, our desires, like, will be desires that he has for us, and they will ultimately um, be one and the same. But we have to turn to him for our strength. We can't try to be strong on our own. Of course, you know, we can try to be strong on, on to certain, a certain degree and in certain capacities. However, ultimately, like, we need spiritual strength from the Lord. We need that encouragement, that um, enrichment. We need that edification from him. And he's the one who can give you that ultimate strength that you need if you're going through something difficult. And the last or second point and the last point that I would like to make is community. If you're single and sad, get involved in your community. Um, church is one of the top ones that I think is so important, especially as a Christian. Yes, you could technically be a Christian. Like, yeah, you could be a Christian and not go to church. However, however, it is so important to be part of a body like that. Oh, my goodness. That's so big. We need to be a part of a community, and we cannot do life alone. We are not meant to. We are supposed to be among others, helping others, loving others, serving others. Like Christianity, this is this is servitude. How can we serve if we're alone? We can't, right? Like we could, of course, serve God, but we honor God by loving and serving others as well. And so being in a community is huge. It's crucial for if you want to have like a strong walk with the Lord, you have to walk with other people. You can't just be doing this on your own. Another important aspect of community is friend circles and make sure that your friends um, are people that are edifying you, that they're not necessarily, um, they're not influencing you to do bad things or they're not um, encouraging you to do things that are not so good or not pleasing to the Lord. Make sure that you have friends that are in church that have values that align with yours. And, you know, of course, being in church is good, but that's not enough, right? People that actually love the Lord, that honor him, that pursue him, not people that are just, you know, quote-unquote Christians and go to church on Easter and Christmas you know like you want people in your life that will intercede on your behalf and you you want to be that person too that will intercede on the behalf of your friends so it's important to have these kinds of people in our lives as well another important aspect of community is involvement and that could include like volunteering or going to events um, just getting involved once again being 
in service to others like this is this is about being a servant about humility and god honors the servant he honors the servant that does things in silence and that does things quietly that does things without wanting attention but he like just in general servitude is something that the lord really honors and when jesus was here on this earth he was a servant he literally washed the feet of his disciples, which was the thing that servants do. He's literally God and chose to kneel down and wash the feet of the men he was he was teaching. And that is just that speaks volumes about the character of God. So if he was a servant, that tells us all the more that we should be emulating that behavior, that we should be living in servitude as well. Because if God did it, like who are we to say we're too good to to serve others? God honors servitude and he really cares about what's in your heart as well. You're not really serving the Lord or truly being in service if you're doing it just to be seen. Um, But if you are doing something and you could do it behind closed doors and don't care about um, who sees you or what sees you like, or, or, you know, what it is specifically like, that's, that's a really good place to be like a good humble place. And I'm not saying that it's not good to have encouragement or recognition that is important but that's not the reason you should be doing it you should be doing these things because you love the lord and honor him and you want to please him but also you want to be more like him too because if we become more like jesus we'll become more servant to like because that's who he is that's what he does i'd like to read um, a couple of verses actually it's um in ecclesiastes chapter 4 7 through 12 which i've read on the podcast before but it's such a great um, passage and it's super relevant to this um, and I'll close out with this but I wanted to read it um, here we go I observed yet another example of something meaningless under the sun this is the case of a man who is all alone without a child or a brother yet who works hard to gain as much wealth as he can but then he asks himself who am I working for why am I giving up such pleasure now it is all so meaningless and depressing. <laughs> I love Solomon for this. He's so funny. Like Ecclesiastes is such a pessimistic book. Anyways, I'm going to keep going. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But if someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. I love this passage because it talks about the importance of having people around you, not being alone. Like being alone, being vulnerable is, it can be dangerous and it's not good. Not only physically, if you're in like a literal altercation, but spiritually. If we are spiritually alone, that is not good. We need to be communing with other believers of course with god but we need to have others around us that can love and support us and as i mentioned earlier that could intercede for us so having people having friends having community around you is so important because they can lift you up in our times and pray for you and if you're single and you're looking they can they can start looking for you too um but it's not necessarily just about having friends so they can find you a a a spouse like they could help with that but having community is so beautiful and important and um if you're not a part of a community i encourage you to seek one out honestly like pray to the lord that he leads you to a community or he allows you to find one um and look do some research find out like other hobbies you like to do or is there a church thing or church events going on or 
are there any young adults things going on around your area like whatever there is like campus ministry anything like things think of things that you like to do and see if there's anyone doing those things to you um even better if it's connected to ministry because you really really need to be a part of a body of believers um who are aligned with you but if you're single and sad it's okay I think that anyone who's single has had those moments when they felt sad about it, especially if they've been single for a long time. Um, And sometimes it really weighs down on your heart and it's very heavy and it's a feeling of grief and sadness. But I was reflecting over my life um, recently and I was just thinking of how happy and fulfilled I am. And I'm really grateful. Like I'm in a really good place and I'm just very grateful for that. And I was thinking about like what I'm doing because I feel so much fulfillment and I'm single, you know, and it's like, what am I doing that is um, allowing me to feel this fulfillment? And I think that, well, I know that firstly, it's because I am putting God before everything, but I'm also including him in everything I do. Like the Lord is full of joy. Like if you include him in what you do, you're going to have joy. If you commune with him, you're going to have joy. It's not like he's divorced from joy. He is joy and his presence is fullness of joy. And he is our great, wonderful, lovely comforter our healer, our provider, everything you need is found in him. I love how, once again, I mentioned Psalm 23. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He has everything you need. And so if you trust and rely on him, he will strengthen you. He will fill you. And then another thing I recognize in my life is that I was surrounding myself with people that I'm, I'm in community. I'm going to church events. I'm staying involved. I'm spending time with my family and my friends. And it's it's a good thing and it's a blessing to be able to have community and family. Um, and I think it's so crucial if you want to have a fulfilled life, you have to live with people, like live your life alongside people who are aligned with you and who actually genuinely love you and do anything for you. Um, so if you're in a season of sadness, if you're single, it's okay. We've A lot of us have felt this way. You're not alone. Know that you are not alone. There have been times when I've cried myself to sleep. Um, But ultimately, throughout these years of being single, I've learned how to be fulfilled. And I think that if you are looking for, like, if you're looking to marriage to make you fulfilled, you're going to be, like, you know, to, like, if you're looking to marriage to primarily fulfill you, you will be disappointed because you can only find that true fulfillment in Christ. Um, And so finding that fulfillment as a single person is actually very important because you understand that this person's not going to make me happy all the time. This person's not going to like heal me from these deep things in my heart. Like only Jesus can do that. And of course we hope and pray that like the person you marry is someone who can love and support you and walk with you in deep, like dark times. But it's important to know how to be happy on your own, have fulfillment. And will that other person like bring happiness as well? Yes, but it's not going to be like that all the time. There's going to be some hard times. It's going to be work into it. It's not like a Disney film where everything's so great, you know, like all the time, flowers and butterflies. Things happen in life. There's going to be hard times. But it's important to recognize as a single person, especially, um, the importance of community and the importance of grounding yourself and having a foundation in Jesus and knowing like, where does my joy come from? Does it come from the things I do? Does it come from that or that? Or does it come from God primarily? And yes, joy can come from other things. But as I mentioned earlier, if you are including God in everything, joy will follow. It may not look like um, what you may think a joy is, but you will have fulfillment. You will have joy. You will have peace because that's also who God is too. He is a God of peace. So once again, if you're single, I encourage you, if you have sad moments, where you're not alone. 
we love you. Um, be encouraged. Uh, stay around community. Be with other people. And rely on Jesus. Trust in him. Like, if you, like, literally, it's okay to be like, God, I'm sad, and I'm upset that I'm single, and I don't know why I'm single, and it makes me upset. It's okay to say that. I prayed that prayer a lot of times in the past. Um, not too long ago, to be honest. But, you know, it's okay to have those moments. It's real, right? Like, it's okay to acknowledge how you're feeling inside, but you shouldn't necessarily dwell on that. Like, acknowledge it, but turn to God and say, you know what, Lord, I'm feeling like this, and it's really hard. Please help me. Like, fill my heart. What do I need to learn right now? Like, help me feel better, right? It's okay to ask God to do that. Like, why? I feel like sometimes we beat around the bush and try not to ask God to help us feel better if we're feeling sad. Why would we do that? that's crazy talk right we should turn to him like he should be the first one we go to like prayer should be our first response and not our last resort so we should always turn to jesus for everything we need because he has he has it all everything you need is found in him and he will be more than glad to provide that for you all you have to do is ask him that is all for today's episode thank you guys again for tuning in for another episode. If you haven't already given a rating or review, I would really, really much appreciate that. That would be really awesome. Um, please share the podcast if you think or know of anyone who could use this message. I know that this is a message I could have used in the past, but guess what? Now I'm the one giving the message, so say less. Anyways, um, that's all I've got for y'all. Thanks again for tuning in. I love you guys, and I will talk to y'all next Tuesday. Ciao.